Okay, let's get started with Malachim Aleph, Perak Beis, second Perak here in this new Sefer of ours, and we start with Vayikrivu Yimei David Lamus. So we know in the last Perak, David HaMelech uh, announced and made sure everybody knows that Shlomo is going to be the next king, and in this Perak we actually have David's final words, David's final instructions to Shlomo HaMelech before he dies. So the Perak tells us, which is, is also the uh, Haftorah for Parshas Vayechi, because just as Yaakov Avinu gave his last message in Parshas Vayechi, David HaMelech gives his last message here in the second Perak of Sefer, <coughs> Sefer Malachim. So David calls his son over and tells him, I am going to die. He gives him chizuk, you have to follow the Torah, v'shamartas v'shveras Hashem, follow all the Torah, follow all the Torah and the mitzvos, and in that way the malchus will last and be strong and won't be cut off from our family. But then David starts giving him other instructions. You also know what Yoav ben Sruya did to me and did to the ones that I didn't want killed. Avner and Asael and Amasa. And you know he is a murderer. You better make sure, he tells his son, you have to make sure that you act wisely with him. Don't let him die a death in his old age. And B'nai Barzilai Hageladi, David says, Barzilai, he brought me food when I was running away from Avshalom. Make sure you take good care of him. And Shimi ben Gera, he was the one that cursed me and threw stones at me when I was running away. So make sure that you act wisely and take care of him too. After giving these instructions for those these three individuals, he get, talks about Yoav, Barzilai, and Shimi. David dies. Vayishkav David Mavosav. He dies in ear and he's buried in ear in ear David. And how long was he the Melech? He was a king for forty years, seven and thirty-three. Chevron and Yerushalayim. Then that's part one. Part two, Adoniyahu, who we just uh, spoke about in the last parak, his rebellion, so to speak, was squashed. He goes to Bathsheba and says, "Please, I have a favor." I have a favor. What's the favor? Please go ask Shlomo if I can have a Vishag. Right? After all, she didn't really live with him. So could I have a Vishag? But she was like, okay, I don't see what's wrong with it. And she goes to Eshlomo. Can I give out Karavishag be given to Adonio? Shlomo Melech sees right through the request. This request is a first step in terms of usurping the Malchus, and he gets up and he swears that Adonio is Chayim Misa. And he goes and he sends his servant Benayo and kills Adonio that day. And then he says to Evyatar, he's taking care of his Malchus, Evyatar Kohen, who was followed Adonio, he says, I'm not going to kill you because you helped my father. So he just banished him, and he went to Anatoth. And finally, Yoav hears about what's going on, and he realizes that his days are numbered. So he runs to the Mizbeach, just like Adonia had run to the Mizbeach. It was told to Shlomo that Yoav is holding on to the Mizbeach. He sends Benayo, go kill him anyway. Benayo comes back and says he's holding on to the Mizbeach. Shlomo says, kill him anyway. It doesn't save him. And that's exactly what happened. He goes, and finally, Yoav, who killed so many in his lifetime, himself is killed by Benayo, and he is buried uh, in... The uh, and he's uh, buried in his house and then finally goes and has to take care of the others goes to Shimi Shimi Mangera and tells Shimi build a house here in Yerushalayim live there and don't leave because if you step foot out of Jerusalem then you shall know that on that day you will die Shimi says fine and it took three years for three years he didn't leave once three years were over once he was told that his Avadim had run away to Achish in Gat and he hears about it, he wants his Avadim back, he goes to bring them, and then it was told to Shlomo that Shimi had left, he calls Shimi in and says, you didn't listen, I told you, and Benayo Ben Yoyada takes care of him too, and the parak ends off by saying, 
Biyad Shlomo. Now the Malchus has been completely, uh, has its foundation. All those who were thought to usurp are, are removed. Yoav and Adonio and Shimi, and now starts Malchus Shlomo after the end of Malchus Beis David, which has really set the stage for Shlomo HaMelech. Okay, so now let us uh, get into the discussion of this parak. So again, the parak starts off, Vayikribu Yimei David Lamus. The days uh, have come close. The Mepharshim point out, it does not say David HaMelech. It says Yimei David. Is that because Shlomo is already the king? Or, it's based on the Pazik and Kohelas in the 8th parak, Ein Shilton Biyom HaMavis. Right, on the day of death, there's no shilton, there's no, uh, there's no kingdom, there's only a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Ain't shilton b'yom hamavis. His days came close. There's also referring to the last parak, Babayamim. His days came close. And he commands his son Shlomo. He tells his son Shlomo, saying, I am going following the way of the land. You must be strong and be a man. What does be a man mean? The Pashtus is, the Mitzudah David says, even though you're young, even though you're only 12 years old. Be strong and you have to, you have to be older than your years. Rashi, not Rashi here, Rashi on Az Yashir. Rashi quotes this Pasuk on the Pasuk, Hashem Ishmuchama. Hashem Ishmuchama, Rashi says, Ba'al Milchama, Kimo Ish Naami. V'kol ish v'ishech b'turgaminan ba'al v'chein v'chazakta v'hayisa la'gibor la'ish la'gibor Got to be strong. That's what Rashi says in B'Shalach. Right? As we quote our Pasuk. So you have to be a man. Be strong. What is the word lemar telling me? Usually lemar is to say to somebody else. So what does it mean? He tells his son lemar, I'm going b'dera kala aretz. So I saw one of the Bali Musr say that it's basically tell yourself. Tell yourself to always realize that the day of death is upon us, right? Like the Gemara says, says the Klayakar, his commentary, uh, different than the Klayakar on Chumash, different author, right? Tell the, uh, tell yourselves, always go that you will be, there is an end, the Chazakta, and you will be strong then if you follow and always think about Yom HaMavis, you will always use the uh, every day of your life to fulfill one's potential. Ah, doesn't the Gemara say that's the last resort? First learn Torah, right, and then uh, you say Kriyashma, the last resort. So, right, Yaskalo Yamamisa. So the uh, Svarim explained that maybe because Shlomo HaMelech was the king, and we know the king is much more dangerous to have Gaiva, that's why the Ran says he needs a separate Sefer Torah, a second Sefer Torah. So maybe that's why David HaMelech jumped to Yomamisa, because that is really what is needed to be the strongest and the, the safest mentality. He says, focus on that. The Chazakta. He tells Shlomo, Vishamarta, and he continues and says, Vishamarta is Vishmeres Hashem Elokecha. Keep the Mishmeres of Hashem Elokecha. Right, the Meshachachma writes in Vayechi that this means make Dinim Durabanan. As we know, Shlomo Melech made Dinim Durabanan. Mishmeres is always guards. Loleches Bidrachav, to follow in God's ways. The Radak quotes the Gemara, Mahu Afata, Mahu Racham, Afata Rachum. Right, Mahu, whatever mitzvahs he does, the Gemara in Sota, the Gemara in Shabbos, the two different Gemaras about following God's ways. Right, follow all of his da- um, laws. 
Moshe. As it says in Moshe Lamantaskil, so that you will become wise. Following the Torah makes one wise. So you have to follow all the Halicha Bedrachav. Right? A message that is given, the Chavetz Chaim points out, eight times in the Torah. It talks about following in God's ways. He writes that on the first page of Avas Chesed. So you have to follow in God's ways. Why? So Hashem establishes His word that you will be the dynasty of Malchus based David. There will always be Malchus based David. Right? This is the I saw this, the Mishpuzah Zav has a discussion of the poskim. There are various psukim in Tanakh. Some of them, like this one, mention that it's only going to stay in Malchus based David based on merit if they follow the Torah. There are other psukim, right? Lo Yehuda. There are others that say no. It's David Amelech's period. Obviously, it's going to be better for him if he follows the Torah, whatever whoever the king is, but ultimately, it belongs to Malchus based David. So there are various approaches. How do you uh, put together all of the psukim? Maybe if we're, if he's Zochah, then he's going to be the king will be ruler of all of Israel, and if he's not Zochah, then only part of Israel. Different ideas that are mentioned. But let's continue now with David's uh, tzivui. David says, first, keep the Torah. Then, you know what Yoab ben Sruya did to me. And what he did to the two princes, to Avner and to Amasa, and he killed them, and he killed them in peacetime. Or, they didn't deserve death, he killed them. So you have to make sure that you guard. He put the, the war in his belt. That's a reference, an illusion, Rashi says, that he hid his, his sword by his loins when he killed um Amasa, uven na'alu ha'sheberaglov, and his shoe, right, that's a reference to a Shiloh that he was asking Avner, right before he killed him. But he says, right, you have to use your chachma, v'alsisa chachma secha, meaning you gotta be, uh, gotta know exactly how to deal with Yoav. He's a, a smart individual, so David says you have to take care of him. The Mepharshim discuss what does it mean in the, in the Pasuk? You know what he did to me. What did Yoav do to me? He did, he killed the generals, but what did he do to me? So the Radak says maybe that's a remez to Avshalom who interestingly is not explicitly in the text, that he killed Avshalom. That's the Radak and the Ralbag. Rashi says, maybe it means, we know, we learned back in Sefer Shmuel, that David HaMelech gave a letter to Yoav to put Uriah at the, in the front lines, because he wanted Uriah to be killed. So maybe Yoav had that letter and showed people and embarrassed David. Maybe that's the... Uh, what he did to him. The Briskarov writes in Parshas Vayechi on the Haftorah here that Yoav really did two Averos. Number one, he did these murders. But number two, he was Morid. Nishayev Yoav Misa Bishmol Shnei Dvarim. Chad Mishum Shayim Morid B'Malchus Shemot Nota Achre Adonio. Right? In the previous parak, he followed Adonio. Vashenis, and that was either Morid to David, Morid to Shlomo, but either one. Morid and Malchus based David. As we saw the Rambam in the Pirish Mishnah and Sanhedrin, that Shlomo is part of that belief. V'shein is Bishum Ritzicha, and number two because of Ritzicha. So that's what he says. David is telling him he's Chayim Misa for two reasons: either to me for being Marba Malchus, or for killing Avner and Amasa. So use your judgment and your wisdom to figure out the best way to take care of him and and punish him. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says he was Motzi Shemra al al David Hamelach. Maybe that's the problem with. With what uh, with what Yoav did, that's what he uh, suggests here in in uh, in his commentary. Udimu ha'amshe David Right, these killings that he did, David did everything he can to show people that he wasn't involved. 
by Avner and by Amasa, but maybe because people thought negatively of David because of that, so he he caused more b'malchus. And one final suggestion: the Meshachachma, the Meshachachma on the Torah, Parshas Vayechi, he says that David knew that the Beis Hamikdash is based on peace. Right, he knew that. That's why he couldn't build the base of Mikdash. Because, right, as it says in Divra Hayamim, he was a man, he had blood on his hands. Yoav is a symbol of Shvichas Damim, of murder. And David knew that when Shlomo comes to build the base of Mikdash, there can't be Yoav around anymore. Right, that's going to be a, a problem. And that's what he says in Parshas Vayechi, Tziva Shlomo Kodem Binyan Abayis Laharogaz Yoav. Kedei Shlo Yehi Ikuv Lehisgalos Hashchina Avur Shvichas Damim. That's what he says. He has to uh, make sure that that is taken care of, says the Meshachachma. Okay, so he says, take care of all of these people. Take care of Yoav. Who took care of all of these people? And Barzillai, make sure he did he did chesed to me, so make sure you do chesed to him. And finally, Shimi ben Geira, ben Yahiminimi Bechorim, he cursed me, and I didn't take, uh, I didn't do anything to him, but I swore I wouldn't kill him, but you, don't let him be clean. Don't let him be clean. Didn't say to kill him. Just be wary of him. You know what he would do to you if you're not careful uh, about him. So that's why you have to make sure that he is uh, is guarded. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky again writes a Dover Nifla here that uh, if you think about it, Shimi ben Geira he was so nervous about, and yet David the Gemara says in Brachas Avdala that Shimi was Shlomo's Rebbe. Shlomo's Rebbe. But Shimi, how did David do that? He cursed him. He, the answer is because David knew this was the greatest teacher of Torah. And he was Kovesh, his own Yetzer, to be able to know what's best for Shlomo. Hadavar Mafli, Shachrei Masha'asa Shimi ben Geir lo'david ha-melech, mikomaka minulios rabo shel beno, einzel amachmas avas ha-Torah, shikta, sheyakta bolibam shavila dekach. Im, with all of that, David said, yes. But on the other hand, also think about the kochot and of Shlomo, who eventually killed Shimi, even though that was his Rebbe, because that's what needed to be done halachically. Rav Chai has two pieces are, are relating to this parak. Uh, number one is, David at the end of his life is so interested in Nakama. Right? Even the lowliest of the low. If someone's on their deathbed, do they think of Nakama? Do they think of revenge? How are we supposed to understand these last uh, commands of David? So the Sikh Mutzah writes in Mamar Chavzayin, even the lowliest, Ulam, it must be, we don't understand what Nakama is. Nakama, we usually translate as revenge. But there's Nakama, there's Natira, but in English it's all revenge. But really there's bad Nakama, which is what we usually say revenge, because I want to get you back. But there's also good Nakama. What's good Nakama? Hashem is called uh, a, a God who, who uh, exhibits Nakama. Kel nekamos Hashem. So what does that mean? God takes revenge? No. Nekama, in a good sense, is ultimate justice. If somebody does something, it's kind of a mita keneged mita. It's tit for tat. If somebody acts in a certain way, then there's a totzah that comes out of it. Tochna eno onesh greida ele mitzui cheshbon hatzedek ba'olam. That's the words of Rav Chaim Shmulevitz in Ma'im Archav Zayin. V'inyano gadol ha'ma'od. Kibon shecheshbon ha'tzedek na'aseh ha'rizui kvot shamayim. He's nekamo. Sometimes Hashem has extra rachmanis. So that's not no-came, but no-came, real no-came, not for personal benefit, but for justice, and f- it's almost impossible for us to try to take the kama and think we're doing the good nakama, even though it's the bad nakama, but we have to realize, it was not, um, it was not, that's not what David was ab- worried about. David was worried about Mishpat Hashem. Right, just like David didn't do anything in his lifetime, he's not worried about that now, but he's worried about Mishpat Hashem. He wants the ultimate justice to be taken out so everybody realizes the justness of 
of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So that's why David was interested in this at the end, at the end of his life. So what happens? Vayishkav David Amavosav. David dies. Vayikaver Beir David. He's buried in Ear in Ear David. There are two different Misoris, uh, somewhat overlapping. When he died, the Ushalmi and Chagiga says that David died on Shavuos. Right, that's David Hamelach and the connection between the Torah and the David Hamelach, which is Tefillah. Right, Tefillah Shavuos is a day of Torah, but it's also a day of Tefillah. But maybe the more well-known Gemara is the Gemara in Shabbos Lamed Daf Lamed, where David Hamelach dies. Remember that the David says. Hashem, when am I going to die? He says, I can't tell you. He says, okay, what just what day of the week? Okay, you're going to die on Shabbos. So every Shabbos, David learned for every second. They didn't stop learning until the Malach HaMavis didn't have any other choice. He made some noise in the in the trees. David climbed up a ladder, and then he stopped learning for a second, and then the Malach HaMavis was able to get him. But that's on Shabbat. That's why we say Tzedekas Vatzedek on Shabbos. We're matzdik the din, because we know David HaMelech died uh, at this time, and the Neshavas go back to Gehenim towards the end of Shabbos. Some say Moshe Rabbeinu also died on Shabbos. That's Tzedekas Vatzedek. But that's David. David died on Shabbos. Shvuis. Was it Shabbos? Shvuis. That's a question if you put both uh, Chazals together. And then the Pesach says, Vayemshar Malach David al Yisrael, he ruled for 40 years, 7 years in Hebron, 33 years in Yerushalayim. We discussed earlier, back in Sefer Shmuel, uh, really it was 40 and a half. There was an extra 6 months. He was 7 and a half years in Hebron. So what happened to those other 6 months? So different Mepharshim uh, give different suggestions. Maybe those were the 6 months that Avshalom was the king. Maybe we just rounded off. Either way. So now we have Adonio ben Chagit comes to Batsheva, the mother of Shlomo. Very formal. To emphasize that there are different mothers here. And she says, Are you come in peace? He says, Yeah, he says, Can I ask you something? Sure. He says, You know that I was the king. And everybody was focused on me. And it was taken from me because Hashem decided. So even in this Pusik, you, you we feel the tension. We feel he's trying to cover it up. He's trying to say, because Hashem said. But why does he start off? I was the king. Everybody was behind me. That's not true. He was never the king. But you already see the Gaiva, and you see, the Mepharshim explain, you already see what Gaiva does. What is he thinking? All the other uh, rebellions were put down. We see HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Bishlomo. What's he thinking? That's what Gaiva does. Gaiva is Motsi as Ha'adam Min Ha'olam. The Gaiva for covet, right? And, but he says, he continues. He says, please, could you ask if I could have Avishag? I could have Avishag, because after all, he didn't live with, uh, actually with David, even though the Mepharshim, the Radak here says that David used her, if David used her for any reason, so only a king is Roy to be with her. So he was basically saying, in effect, that I'm the king. But Sheva didn't catch that. And she goes to the Shlomo HaMelech. He goes, she goes in. And the Pasuk says in Pasuk Yotesva, Yokam HaMelech Lekras. So the king gets up. The king, Shlomo HaMelech, stands up when Batsheva walks in. This is much discussed by the Poskim. Right? The Gemarian Kiddushin has a Ibai Adolishita. What if a son is the Rebbe of the father? Who stands up for who? So we Paskin both for each other. Both of each other, because we don't know. It's a Baidalipshita. The the Rush there quotes a very strange story that once the Marami Rutenberg became the Godal Adar, he and his father never saw each other the rest of their life. Because they want the Maram didn't want to make his father stand up, and he didn't want to put his father in a difficult situation. Okay, that's the uh that's the story. But either way it's clear here that Melech is Mochlan is covered. He stands up for his mother. And he sits down on his throne. And he also gets a chair, a throne, for his mother. Chazal pick up on the fact, why didn't it just say, 
he got her a chair. It says, Eim HaMelech, so there is a Chazal, Rashi quotes it, maybe this is referring to Ima Shel Malchus. Eim HaMelech meaning Rus. Rus was still alive at the time. The uh, Radak says, Erachok Ma'od, she was really, really old. But uh, that's what the, the Chazal have that suggestion. She says, I have, uh, getting back, Batsheva says, I have a small request. And the king says, sure, what can I do for you? So she says, give Avishak Ashunamis to Adoniyahu Achicha Leisha. And the king answers and says, what? What are you, what are you talking about? He's older than me. And Evyatar and Yoav were with him. And Melech Shlomo, the king swears and says, I swear, he wants to usurp the Malchus and he is Chayemisa. And therefore, he sends at Binayo ben Yehoyada, his trusted uh, head of the armed forces, to kill him, which he does. The Radak here asks, Binayo is a Kohen. How is he able to send him to kill him? So either, says the Radak, maybe he removed his hand from the sword before he died, or maybe it's Mitzvah Samelech. The king tells you to do something, it's Mitzvah Samelech. Mitzvah, you're allowed to be Metame. Others say that maybe the Shemi Shmuel is quoted as saying, maybe Dafka David didn't have any other, ch- uh, Shlomo didn't have any other choice. He was the biggest Santic of the world. He's the only one who he could trust would act Lashem Shamayim. And not do it without any feelings of Nakama or not. So Adonio is taken care of. Evyatar, he's the, also the last vestige of the, of the Kahuna of Eli, and he was the one that David already removed. Says, Evyat, says, uh, Shlomo to Evyatar, Anatot, Go leave ki I should really kill you, but I'm not going to kill you because you were with David, and you had some sorrows with him, so he just banished him. And then comes Yoav. So Yoav hears about it and again runs to the Mizbeach, just like Adon Yo did. Right, the Radak says that just Gufa running to the Mizbeach was a a Mysamered. Right, he th- he right. Why, why did he run? Right, why, why did he run? Okay, who says the Says the Radak, Sas merit By running there, you're showing that you think that you could get away from if the king wants to do something for you, against you. So that itself. But the Rambam writes in Hilchas Rotseach, we didn't get to quote this last parak, so we'll quote it now. The Rambam says in the fifth parak of Hilchas Rotseach, this is the halacha, Mizbeach Kolate. The Mizbeach affords protection too, just like an ear miklat. Shaharei, because it says, Somebody who kills by accident does not kill the Mizbech. Lefichach, ha-horig b'shkaga, v'kol the Mizbech, v'har gosham, gol adam, harizener, agalav. You can't kill him next to the Mizbech, just like you can't kill him in an ear Miklat. And the Ramam continues. That's when it saves you. But if you're scared that the king is going to deal you because you were more by Malchus, or Horasha, Afilo Ayazar, right? Even if you're a czar, right? You can be saved. That's what Adonio did. I, what about Yoav? What about Yoav? So the Gemara says, because Yoav made three, two mistakes. Right, he thought it works on the side of the Mizbeach, it only works on top of the, on top of the Mizbeach, number one. And number two, he thought it applies anywhere the Mizb- where the Mizbeach is, but it really only applies by base Olamin, by the base Amikdash. And he thought, he grabbed the Mizbeach of Shiloh, that's the, or the Mizbeach of, uh, of, uh, of the Bama, right, different Gersos in the Gemara there, Makas Yud Beis. The Rishodim all ask, but they add in another mistake that he made, it only protects one who killed Bashogig. Not one killed, no, not one who killed Amazin. Either way, that was also another mistake he made. So, Shlomo sends Benayo, go kill him. He says, but he's holding on. He says, kill him anyway. Kill him anyway. And that's exactly what happens. And finally, the last section, David, the king sends to Shimi. 
and says, build a house, don't you dare go out. Because if you go out of Yushalayim, you're Chayim Misa. Asks the Alshech HaKadosh, asks of Chayim Shmulevitz, how did Shlomo know that he would leave? Maybe he would stay in Yushalayim forever and he would never be able to exact justice from him. Explains the Alshech HaKadosh, unbelievable. And explains with Chayim Shmulevitz in Maimar Lamid. He says, because it's human nature. The second that you can't do something, you have a Taiva Gadola to do it. Mayim Genuvim Yimtaku. Right, Shlomo really understood this. Koshi Gadol Hula Adam Lios Muchrach. It's very difficult. That's Gadol Amasuba Yosef. You have to do something, makes it much harder. Right, and you think Yerushalayim is a big city? Yerushalayim Tafoch Litzinok Ulabar Kela Lemisha Yelat Lashaus Ba Al Karcho. If you can't leave, it's like tiny. If you can leave whenever you want, you'll stay there for, for years. But that's how he knew. He knew Shimmy wasn't going to be able to handle it. It took three years. But that's what happened. So three years later, his servants run away. He goes out to Gat to get his servants back, and that leads to his demise. The uh, so some suggest that it was Mida Kenegan Mida. He cursed David when David's running out to, to uh, running away, and maybe even running to Chutzlaretz. So he got punished by running away, also running after his uh, avadim that he went to get back. So Shlomo says to Shimi uh, after he runs away, he's a Shimi. I swear. You swore to me. What do you mean you swore? That's not recorded in the text. The Radak quotes his father, who says that if, if the king commands something, that's like a shvua. It's like a shvua. You said that you were going to listen. You did not listen. So he is put to death as well. And again, the paragans off. Shlomo. Shlomo's malchus is now set. The Mishmah Zozov quotes uh, an interesting uh, allusion. The three people who were just killed, Adonio, Yoav, and Shimi, those are the big three Averis. Right, Adonio is somewhat of a Giliarayas, wanting Avishag. Yoav is Shvichas Damim. And Shimi, who rejected Malchus based David, which is a connection of, um, an outgrowth of Malchus Hashem, he rejected that. That's maybe a smack of a, a Shemetz of Avodazara. So those three are removed. So now the Amudim of the world are strong. And therefore, Shlomo Melech's Malchus can grow and eventually be strong enough to go and then build the base of Mikdash. Okay, we'll stop here.